Hey, y'all, this is Cindy Harmon with Real Walk. Hey, y'all, it's so good to be back with y'all this week. Um, We've been um, doing a short little season uh, concerning the tornado that ripped through our town um, a couple of weeks ago, and I have a very special person here with me today that I wanted to get her first hand experience um, of what that night was like. <clears throat> I don't, y'all, I've got a frog in my throat. I'm sorry if I keep clearing my throat. Today, I have um, Lisa Hall, my niece, with me. Hey, Lisa. Hey. I'm so glad you're here today. Um, so let's just get started, okay? Um, Lisa, let's talk about that Friday night, um, you and I, along with others, had been at work at the at the Longhorn, mm-hmm. and we talked about, you know, it, it could get bad, it could get bad, and I think you left the Longhorn around what? It's about 10 o'clock, About About 10, mm-hmm. okay, and the storm actually ended up hitting at what time? 10.56. Okay, so you had plenty of time to get home mm-hmm. um, and assess the situation with the rest of your family, with John and the kids. So do me a favor, Lisa, just give us a timeline of when you got home around 10 of what what happened. Play that out for us, please. Okay. When I got home, um, it was very unusual that John and Presley were still awake. Most of the time they are asleep when I get home, especially since she had a ball tournament the next day. But they were both sitting up watching the weather, which is another thing that's kind of strange because John doesn't ever watch the weather, but they were watching. And um, about, I don't know, 30, 35 minutes after I'd been home, John kind of started getting a little antsy. And all of a sudden he was like, we have to go. We have to go now. So we ran through the house, grabbing something, putting our shoes on and everything. And we, um, I grabbed Ozzy, didn't even grab my purse. I forgot my purse. And we jumped in the car, in Preston's car, because it was the last one parked in the back of the driveway. And um, we headed to the shelter. Now, let me ask you this. How far are the shelters for y'all? Um, quarter of a mile. Okay. Not far. Okay. So they're out there with near our, our high school that yes. just got torn yes. up pretty At bad. The community center. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so when y'all jumped in the car, what time was it? I know we did this. We did a timeline on your phone of text to your mom. Yes. My mom sent me a message at 1050 that said, love y'all. Mm. And I had just gotten in the car and I thought this must be pretty bad for her to send a message that says, love y'all. So I text her, um, love you back. We're headed to the shelter. And she takes me back right away and said, no, I'm afraid y'all are going to get caught in it. But by the time she'd sent that message, we were already there. So like at 1052, I text her back and said, we are here at the shelter. We're good. Okay, Lisa. So y'all are frantically trying to get to the shelter. So you drive up. We jumped out of the car, and there's two shelters right beside each other. We knocked on the first door because it was closed, and we saw a man standing at the second shelter, so we just kind of assumed that we would go in that one, but he said it was full. So Mm. we didn't really have time to panic because the first people, they opened the door from that first one. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. What a scary feeling right there for that split moment. Yes. Thinking we're in the mm-hmm. fixing to be hit, and there was nowhere to go. There was nowhere to go. Oh my goodness! 
So they did open the door. There was plenty of room in there. We went in and we probably were in there for two and a half, maybe three minutes before wow. it hit. So. Oh my goodness. I mean, two to three minutes before it actually hit. Okay. So I've heard you talk a little bit about um, riding it out, like being inside that shelter. Tell us about what you heard while you were in there. What did it sound like? Um, the sounds were very loud, stuff hitting the side of the shelter. There was probably a two-inch slack in the door between the door and the door frame, but I swear it sounded like it was two feet because the door kept slamming over and oh, over no. and over. Like you were worried, is this door going to come I, open? Yes, I kept, oh. oh my gosh, that door is fixing to come open. But it never did. There was um, sand and gravel and rocks and glass and stuff flying up underneath the door. Mm. Um, kids screaming. The dog was screaming. Mm. Um just it was it lasted for probably I don't know fifteen or twenty seconds was the bad part, and then it was over. Right. Well, um, let's talk about Presley. Presley, your daughter, Presley, screaming. Um, something that really, really touched my heart was you told me about Preston. He, me and John didn't really have a chance to look at her and calmed her down. Preston just kind of took over big brother mode, I guess. He kind of mm. grabbed her. He grabbed her with both hands on her face and got down in her face. And I don't know what he said to her. I don't remember, but it calmed her down. And wow. she, she quit crying and she just kind of said, okay, okay. Wow. Big brother oh. stepping in and taking care of little sister. That is, that is awesome. <laughs> that is so good. Okay. So after it was over, after it was actually over, you could tell that everything got still and quiet. What happened next? Um, we decided we would go out and look and see what had happened. The first thing we saw when we opened the door was a big transformer laying in the off of a power pole laying in front of us and wires everywhere. Mm. Um, we just That's got to scare you right there. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody said anything. We just kind of all looked at each other. We actually all went back in the shelter and shut the door and kind of sat down <laughs> because I don't think we knew exactly what to do. Um, wow. After we did go back outside, we decided our thought was like, we're just going to go through these wires. We're going to go back to Preston's car and get in his car and leave, and we're going to go home. And it didn't quite happen that way. It took us three or four minutes to get through all the wires, and then when we got to Preston's car, it was demolished. So, Oh, goodness. You know, we had to go to a different plan. Um, Preston got in a car with somebody we did not know, and he was in a big truck, and he thought he could get Preston home to get our vehicle to come back and get us. And then he was gone for about 45 minutes and could never get home. So the guy ended up just bringing him back and dropping him off. Wow. Mm, and y'all were standing in the... We were standing in the pouring down rain. John has no shoes on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, we waited for about 45 minutes in the rain for him to come back and get us and... I remember you saying that John just kept, what was it John just kept saying over and over, I've got to get to my people. I've got to get to my people. I've got to get to my neighborhood. I've got to check on my neighbors. I've got to make sure everybody's okay. Let me tell you something. If that is not the love of Jesus, I don't know what is. God's Word says to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And the fact that he's worried and that you're worried, y'all are concerned about the people around you that live around you um, and, you know, 
I know you're concerned about your own home, but the fact that that's coming out of his mouth, I got to get to my people. That just that just speaks volumes. Mm, that's so good. Okay, Lisa. So when y'all finally got to your house that night, tell me your thoughts about you know trying to get down y'all's road. Well, we did not get to our house that night. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh my goodness, not. I didn't realize that. John actually walked to our house to get us some dry clothes from the shelter barefoot through all those wires and then walked back so we would have some dry clothes. But we did not actually get to our house until 8 o'clock the next morning. Wow. Um, It took about four and a half hours for my parents to get to us that night at the shelter. And then by the time they got to us, we just went to their house for a few hours. Gotcha. And then got back to our house. Oh, my goodness. And I'm sure John was probably just very antsy. Yes, very frantic, very antsy all night long, just mm-hmm. thinking about everything that he had seen mm-hmm. when he got down y'all street. Because I know a couple of days later, trying to get down y'all street was unreal after the debris and everything had been cleared. But I can't, I can't imagine what it was like right after. So, mm. okay, so I know that, um, so, okay, let's go back when you got to your Got the next morning, you got to your house. Tell us what it was like. Um, there were trees, of course, everywhere covering the driveway. You couldn't even see our driveway. We had to go through the neighbor's driveways to get to our house. Um, the utility room in the back of the house had a tree completely on it, and on the house, a limb came through the bedroom. I saw that picture. So there was um, a hole in our roof in our bedroom. So we had quite a bit of water damage to our floor and our furniture and stuff like that in our bedroom. Um, We were very fortunate, though, because a couple of houses down from us, those houses are completely gone. So, Mm. yes. Right. I talked last week a little bit about that, about how close trees came to almost hitting homes. If that is not the hand of God, I don't know what is. Like the the humongous limb that's through your roof in your bedroom. It's just a few feet from your bed, isn't it? Right. And just think if John, if you'd come home that night, if John had been and Presley had been asleep, I mean, and you, you know, follow your husband's lead, you know, you just got in bed too. Could you imagine what could have happened? Right. But, hey, Lisa, but God, but God. <laughs> that's your saying, mm-hmm. but God, he is so, 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 so good. Lisa, tell, tell me about, um, tell me about one of your neighbors in particularly, the man that lost his home entirely. Um, Mr. James was actually in the shelter with us. We did not know that until it had, after the tornado had passed, we started looking around at some of the people that were in there and, um. He's an older man, he by the is, way. He's 84 years old, and he was sitting over in the corner. We went over there and started talking to him, and he asked John if he would um, take him out to his car so he could see if there was any damage to his car. So as John was taking him out there, they did go look at his car, and it was totaled like Preston's was, um, and he fell in a ditch. Mm on the way back in from oh my goodness. seeing his car. So now his leg is hurt, and he is completely wet. So there were a few times that we might could have walked to meet my parents somewhere, but we knew that we could not, that Mr. James couldn't walk, and we could not just leave him in there mm. by himself. So we were stuck there for a while, but we were with him. So And I, I know that gave him some comfort, knowing that we mm. were this there with him. This makes me want to cry. 
There's this 84-year-old man who has broken his leg after the tornado, and he doesn't know it yet, but his house is gone. It is completely gone. His house was gone. His car is gone. And now he has a hurt leg. Yeah. So um, the next day, I remember coming out there, and I'm like, where's Lisa and John? Um and y'all went to and sat with him, knowing your home is in the shape that it's in, but y'all go and sit with him at the emergency room. Is that right? We did. We tried to go to urgent care. They weren't able to be open, so we did have to take him to the emergency room. And um, you found out? We found out that he had, did have a broken bone in his leg. Wow. So he walked around the rest of that night that had happened and the next day till about noon till we took him to the emergency room with a broke leg. Gotcha. mm mm and so I understand that y'all helped to find him a place to stay. We did. Um, he stayed with us, or not us, but my parents, with That's us right. at my parents' house. That's right. The first couple of nights. And then um, we contacted Meadowood Baptist Church. That's where he goes to church. And they um, took him in. Mm. John's Mm-mm-mm. uncle. He's with John's uncle right now. That is, if that is not, um, if that's not God's love, I, I, like I said earlier, I don't know what is. That is just awesome. That is amazing. Uh, before we move on and, and talk about some other things, I just want to say during that night after the tornado, of course, we're in a, a family group text and I, for there were about two hours, I want you, I think I've told you this, there were about two hours that I was crazy because I had not heard from you. Everybody else, we're okay, we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. But I could not hear from you. And I was Looney Tunes. <laughs> I, did, I knew I was hearing that it had hit over there, you know, in that, in that neighborhood. And until I got the text that said, Lisa and family are fine, I was, I was just crazy. Worrying about y'all, concerned about y'all. So, um, okay, let's move on. Let's let's talk just a second about the next day, the next couple of days. Um, I know that I looked up, and even though you had you and your family had been through everything, y'all had gone through, and your house is torn up, and you're helping this other uh, neighbor. I looked up Lisa Hall. And you and John were both serving. Like John is out in another neighborhood on the other side of town with a chainsaw cutting limbs, and you're in a line fixing plates and delivering them to people. Do you know what that did to my heart? <laughs> that is just amazing. I know y'all are not the only ones. There were other people. But y'all, that that's the kind of community we live in. That's that's Amory. That's that's the love that we've been feeling from people. Um Lately, uh, I looked up and one day, not just one day, several days, I saw my mama. <laughs> and she would call and say, somebody come get me so y'all can take me down there so I can I go serve and help. Mm-hmm, I and know, help out. I know. She, uh, I got a picture one day from um, from somebody at her church where she was on the golf cart and she was just <laughs> smiling from ear to ear, you know, where they were delivering plates. And then she got with our church and like you said, and just she was in that line serving that food. Does anybody have a clue? I don't even think I even have a clue how wonderful that is. That how old is Gran? She's like eighty 
Is she 83 or 84? An 84-year-old that that had purpose, that felt needed, that felt wanted. And that, y'all, that is what it's all about, is living out our purpose. Um, and it's just, there have been some good things that have come from this, some wonderful things. Lisa, can you share anything, any story or anything that you know of good that's come? Um, well, I just know that there was other people that were in worse shape than we were, is the reason that we felt like we needed to go and help. Right. Exactly. Um, it's, we've just seen, you know, the community service that we had. Wow, that was so encouraging. Just loving on other people. Yeah, just people loving on each other and just feeling that sense of community and then all coming together. Um, it's just been, it's just been amazing. It's just been wonderful. Um, and it's just so exciting to see um, everybody with the, um, the feeling that we're going to build back stronger, you know, and not only stronger physically, but also spiritually, you know. Um, so, Lisa, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you so much for taking time to come and do this. Um, I know that I appreciate it, and I know that our listeners will as well. Y'all, this will be the last week um, that we're going to talk about the tornado of Amory 2023. So, um I hope it's been something that has helped y'all to kind of understand what we've been going through. And um, we started a new series the week prior to the tornado. So we're going to pick that right back up. And I hope you'll be with me um, next week, same time, same place. Hey, I love y'all a whole bunch. Bye. has been helpful to you, I'd love for you to leave a comment below and subscribe to this channel. That way you never miss an episode. And this also helps other people find us.